this week you can buy Indie Game Riot the Omnibus and oh waiter there's too much salt in my sanctuary and yes they made a game with zombies in it keep that space suit on xenomorphs this is episode 92 of the Indie Game Riot This is Josh, and I am here with the Reverend up there. Hi, and, guys. And the Tekido as well. Hello. Uh, I don't know what a Tekido is. Just call him Takedo <laughs> because that's yeah. actually a thing. Um, so this is episode 92, and uh, we're going to be talking about indie games. Uh, surprise. If you, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, thought I'd, I thought I'd throw in a uh, curveball. Right there with the indie games. Yeah. Oh, indie games. I don't play indie games. What are indie games? Indie uh, games. Aren't those aren't those those things on my on my tablet? Yeah, Farmville. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Farm- Farmville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but first, we're going to be talking about our weeks, and uh, I think I'm most excited about Reverend's story. So we're going <laughs> to yeah. start. We're going to start with that one. Go ahead. I have a kidney stone. Woo-hoo. It hurts. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> You like that hype? You like that hype? No. Okay. So true story here. Um, I, I do have a kidney stone, or, or at least it feels exactly like the last kidney stone that I had. And chances are really, really good that it is a kidney stone that I have. But the CT scan is inconclusive. So, so they couldn't zap it with a laser. Well, you can't zap it with a laser unless it's like an, over a specific size. Gotcha. Because yeah. it defeats the purpose. If it, and at if that it's, point, you're just breaking it up. It's not actually yeah. like. Yeah, oh, yeah, and it and it's not a laser. It's actually sound waves. Like they uh, stick that's back up with speakers and like speakers <laughs> at your kidney. And like, they just they just play they just play dubstep against your against your kidney. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, like all right, all right, uh, Mr. Reverend, for your treatment, would you like uh, Skrillex or <laughs> Skrillex? Skrillex is the doctor. Skrillex actually. or Dead Mouse? Skrillex yeah. is the doctor. Dead Mouse today. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he's just like all right. Hold still. This the, procedure is called the Bangarang. The yep. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for the drop. <laughs> so, um, anyways, there, there's been passing interest in when I pa- uh, passing interest <laughs> in when I will pass the kidney stone, um, and uh, you know, people are like, "Oh, I hear that's the worst part," and I'm not actually worried about it because the first kidney stone that I had a couple of years ago uh, was kind of an interesting experience. A, it's the most excruciating pain I have ever felt in my life. Like I literally thought I was going to die I wanted to die and if I punched myself in the kidney it felt better for about a second because you've told us this story it's kind of a weird thing though like when you're hurt or sick or something like hitting yourself or like hurting yourself more makes it feel better isn't that weird makes it feel better for a couple of seconds um but like after so it hurts all the way from the kidney to the bladder and then once it hits the bladder you get like i call it the 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 pain before the storm because it it, it's not like it, it it stops hurt hurting it's no longer excruciating pain and it's just kind of more of a subtle i hate you pain 
and then it's supposed to get excruciating again. Except in my first kidney stone, it wasn't excruciating on the second side of that, you know, where it's actually coming out your urethra, because it dropped into the bladder region of my body, and the relief that I felt after having this excruciating <laughs> pain for a week and a half was so great that I got an erection and decided I was going okay. to ask me. Because <laughs> it's there. I've got a boner. What else am I going to do with it? Well, I might so, as well. <laughs> Good job, me. Congratulations. What do you do when you're feeling better after you It felt so good to not hurt so bad. Yeah. That, like, the first reaction was, I have a non-pain boner. Hot dog. So, exactly. So I started jerking up. And then I orgasmed, and in the ejaculate was the kidney stone. It was like, got the tissue there, it was like, ooh, that's... Oh, great. <laughs> episode 92, the TMI episode. Yeah, really. But, so, but it, like, it didn't hurt at all. It was just like, oh, I'm masturbating, and this feels good. And then it was like, oh, I'm orgasming, and this feels good. And that's a kidney stone. And the thing no, was and, huge. And also... Like, it was this big. And oh. like just, like, also, just, just remember oh. for, for for the folks at home who who didn't see Rev uh, move his hands uh, <laughs> or, or that demonstration for the imagery, yeah. Because he was me... double handed, and if you are going to to, to, to jerk it, you want to make it too, because yeah. <laughs> why not? And uh, to explain to explain to people who have not experienced uh, this or women in particular, uh, the. Because I know I've known someone else who's had a kidney stone, and they said even worse than the kidney pain was passing it, and yeah. that's because the urethra is sensitive and, and not a good way. It's just extremely, like anything touches it other than what's supposed to touch it, it's like you're on fire, and so right. in that case, imagine that with a uh, crystallized a rock. rock, just <laughs> oh, that's too with big, sharp that's edges, scraping and, the whole like, way through. And yeah. like my like you know that you, you know that picture. Kidneys, of, I'm terrified of kidney stones. Don't don't get one. See the problem with it. The problem with getting kidney stones though is that like there's a there's a list of approved foods and and fruits like vegetables and fruits and and their associated juices that you can ingest on a regular basis to minimize your chance of of right. kidney stones. And then there's an even longer list of foods and fruits and vegetables that they're, they're associated juices that contribute to kidney stones. And every item that is in the minimizing the risk column also appears in the <laughs> column. So it's like, yes, cranberry juice can help minimize and, and can help with kidney stones. It'll also help make kidney stones. And it's like so. Basically, you're just, are you alive? It's just it's like it's like you're playing marbles. So what will actually happen? It creates another kidney stone and just pings the other one out. <laughs> oh, don't joke about that! Oh my god, <laughs> a paint pills for another kidney. Uh, well, well, well in, in, in my quest to to hopefully never have a kidney stone, Jesse and I learned a new recipe yesterday, and now we make our own tortillas. Because why go down to the store and buy a crappy $4 pack of gross, you know, hydrogenated oil uh, sugar tortillas when you can spend 30 minutes and make the best goddamn tortillas you've ever had? I know it sounds... You, you are... Know, no, you are no, for real. You are a pretentious bitch. No, I'm broke. 
<laughs> and when you're broke, you find. Oh no! I actually, I understand that. I understand that. I've we uh, we've made our own bread, which actually came out yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, our own hamburger buns we made, and um, we made like we just make stuff from scratch because I have like one of those better homes and gardens cookbooks. Yeah. So I mean, the internet, man, the internet that has too. everything. You, yeah, the like, internet, oh. the internet, like like all things on the internet, you have to like, you have to like re- do your research because like. Like, yeah, this is the best one ever. You, this came out like shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, like one of the most uh, the most popular recipe websites on the Internet has a recipe for ice cubes. Good. Hey, I mean, if you're a college kid and you're just getting out on your own. And you, know, you don't you need, know how to make ice cubes. You know, you need something to put into that that bottle of something that that, you know, a upper bottle class. Of PBR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, man, but this PBR has, like, ice crystals in it. It's like, oh, no, man, put, like, four ice cubes in there. You'll be able to deal with it better. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I don't have that big of an issue with PBR. I don't. It's just it's just the easy one to make fun of. Oh, well, you can't call it Budweiser anymore because it's now called America. Did you hear yeah, about that? Well, it's. I'm pretty sure it's only a, a thing for yeah, the summer. Yeah, it's still dumb. It makes no sense. A a foreign company naming their beer America. Is Budweiser foreign? Yeah. Anheuser-Busch is foreign? Bush? B-U-S-C-H? That sounds kind of German to me. Well, it doesn't mean it's a German company. My last name's name's Dutch, and as in German, it's not not Dutch. Uh, No, they're based out of D.C. There they may go. be based out of there, but I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, anyway. I don't know about that. <clears throat> Josh, what did you do this week? Absolutely nothing. No, it's um, cool. it's really just been. Oh, uh, here you go. Like What's that. that from their website? Budweiser is an American style produced by a Belgian multinational corporation. It's take another ten uh, minutes. I know what I'm talking about. What? No one listened. Okay. No. I'm right and you're wrong. How was your week? <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't do a whole lot. Um, it's just been pretty busy and uh, working for IRX, which we'll remind you about later. And, or working not for, but to get it done. Uh, more people and stuff like that. As well as a secret little project that if you were here before the show started, you might have heard just a little sneak peek about. We're keeping it on DL for now. Yeah, uh, we're, uh, about it. we're, we're not so at the DL, point. I don't know you're not on a need-to-know <laughs> basis. <laughs> Uh, actually, you, yeah. we'd bring you in, but you're too busy. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> no, uh, anyway, I you. yeah, I had a I had a uh, pretty pretty boring week. Actually, I'm thinking. Oh, um, there's actually a, a voiceover thing that I'm trying to to do. Um, cool. That might get me Sweet. a uh, chance to. Uh, Meet some meet a casting director. Uh, I believe she's in New York, at Edge Studios. So, uh, oh, cool. Cross cross Sweet. fingers. Good luck. Good luck for that. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what else we should have good luck with? And I think Rev needs one of these badly. Yeah, really. Is an indie news uh, injection. Are you bored with the same old games? Yeah. Why then give yourself an indie news injection? Thanks, indie games. This week on Indie News Injection, uh, first off, this is going to happen all the way through July 15th, anyway, uh, all the way through <laughs> July 15th, uh, 
in the Revolution Expo. Just a reminder, applications or registration forms are open. Get your games in, all your games or just one game, whatever you want. Get your games in, sign them up. It's free publicity, you get the network, it's a ton of fun, and it's just good. It's a win-win-win-win-win-win situation for everyone. Yeah, uh, That's a lot of wins. What, lot, which one wins. does each one correlate to? Charlie Sheen actually is very jealous. Um, that sucks to be him. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and if you knew about it, let me tell you, he'd totally jizz a kid, kidney stone. So. <laughs> just no one touch it, because anyway. Uh, yeah. uh, too soon. <laughs> 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 uh, there's, <laughs> God. Uh, there's also there's also forums for panels, so uh, we have already got a really uh, a bunch a bunch of really cool panels, but there's still room for more. So please sign up your panels. Uh, we can uh, make it very diverse and interesting for everyone. And uh, I heard, someone contacted me about the game jam because I thought no one was interested. And I was like, oh well, it's a bust. We'll try again next time. Um, but someone contacted me about it, so we might be getting submissions. So there is that. Cool. Um, yeah. I got in contact with Game Jolt too, um, see, and they expressed interest in getting involved. So maybe that'll happen. Oh, yeah. Um, maybe may, then maybe the more people will actually hear about it. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, but anyway, that is Indie Revolution Expo. You have until June seventeenth to fill out forms and get them in, and then of course it yes. starts a month after that in July. And, and you know, even if your game is in early access, you can totally submit it. Yeah, but you know what oh, else you can submit your game done. to? Tag. You can also submit your game if you want to do early access. Shit, to... hold on. Wait. Okay. I always do this. You, gotta, you always do it. You start out You start out a little slow. That's the Indie Revolution Expo logo. Uh, admire, yeah, admire its coolness. <laughs> I can't see it yet. Admire there its it is. coolness. <laughs> and uh, now, go ahead. So, so Itch.io, which has been a great source for, for people to get their games out, uh, is releasing a new tool set called Itch.io Refinery, which is basically the answer to all of Steam's early access problems, or so some say. It gives them uh, the option, it gives them similar options to what Steam gives the early access crowd on their platform, but also lets you control the scale of your release. So you can control um, how many people can, you, you can control how many keys you give out for free. You can control how, how if I'm reading this correctly, how many people you can actually um, have pre-purchase the game for beta and that also gives them the ability to see updates and pro and you know have an update schedule on hand and built into that um but you don't have to worry about you know creating a uh a super narrative game and you know a million people buy it for a dollar on early access everyone plays it everybody streams it and then when the game comes out nobody cares yeah you, you also know? have tiered purchasing which is something that i think is is a really good yeah. idea um because it allows it, it allows that the the prime focus of early access is to be able to get funds for for the game and you know being able to do a a tiered purchase allows you to do rewards so it's basically a cross it's, between it's cool early access and kickstarter yeah um you know, so you can you can configure certain things to unlock its specific price point. So uh, I want this character to only unlock if people pay fifteen dollars, or you know, 
I, I want the the this DLC to to be available if they pay twenty. Yeah, really and, cool. And it all it all has um you know future Steam support is an option there as well. So you're not just playing it on HBO. You can actually get a Steam you know good. playable version it's, for it's, it. Yeah, I like that they do that because it's realistic that uh you know to know that even though Steam has the early access mm-hmm. issue that. I mean, yeah. everyone pretty much uses and, Steam. And and so. else, what else is really cool about this is that built-in is its own forum for the game. It so has the really... Writing, for, for, so the people who backed it can go to the forum and be like, hey, here's a bug, or hey, uh, this is an idea that I have. Well, or, I think they're or, you know, pretty much coming out with like their this? own community page, not just the forum, but like its own like little... Yeah, just dedicated to the game. It's it's like a it's kind of like how Steam has it actually. I mean, because Steam has yeah. forums too, but it seems like it's a little bit more uh, intuitive. Uh, Steam's Steam's forums. Eh, the the, the itchio page seems a little bit more intuitive for the game. Yeah. Um, but man, itchio seems like they've really just kind of exploded over this uh, starting in 2016 yeah. with a bunch of really cool features. Um, right. One other thing too is that um, right now, uh, only Overland has been available and it's only been uh, given out to. Uh, 500 people on HO uh, since yep. it started. However, and uh, f- future games, uh, yep. you've got uh, Ginny LeClue, which I think we talked about at some point. Yes. Yep. Um, Manifold Garden, Hackmund, and Goner. Hackmud. Hackmud, sorry. MUD. Yeah, you're right. But those are the only games that are currently on there, at least that they're advertising. Yes. Something's up with the uh, internet, by the way, I, I, or Skype or something, because it's like, yeah, freezing. I'm having out. those issues too. But enough about the, is well, the maybe global we internet to... going down. Is that what's happening? Maybe. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, sorry for any weird choppiness uh, in in advance. It's not us. It's the internet. <laughs> uh, it's the interwebs. There you go. And uh, uh, so the next thing. Rev, because, uh, yeah, because on the segues. bus. <laughs> yeah, segways. Uh, speaking of, apparently those are illegal in some cities. Did you know the CEO uh, of Segway died by falling off a cliff on a Segway? Yeah, <laughs> that is the most entertaining coincidence I have ever encountered. <laughs> Wasn't that recent? Uh, no, that was like a decade ago. Oh, okay. I guess people are just talking about it more now. Well, that's because people are now dying on the, the douche boards. But you know what you can all do... <laughs> Uh, instead of riding a Segway, you can. <laughs> instead of riding a Segway, you can ride a bus. Uh, wow, that was actually a good one once we got there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Devolver Digital has announced that they're going to uh, to do a very special edition of the bus physics game Omnibus. And uh, it is the one-of-a-kind Omnibus Ultimate Edition, and it's going to cost you $7,500, and I'm interested to know who buys it, and if it's that Martin Screlly fuck, I'm going to stab somebody. So he, can, so he can round up all the AIDS patients, that's what he wants to do with it. Yeah, something like that. I was thinking dick. more of the, uh, the Wu-Tang CD album. The, that, guy, like, the guy from Wu-Tang he, Clan doesn't even want him to have that. Yeah, he, but he, he hates that it. guy. Yeah, everybody hates that guy. Yeah, except for himself. Even rich people 
<laughs> uh, anyways, it can it includes the game, the original soundtrack, and an actual MCI bus that quote may or may not have been used to motion capture lifelike bus movement for the game. End quote. <laughs> you do have to pick it, if you buy it. You do have to pick it up from where it's stored somewhere in North America. I will say that <laughs> you have to find seventy five hundred dollars is really cheap for a bus. Yeah, but that thing's probably fucked. Up. <laughs> Although, imagine this. We can travel in style to conventions. Yeah, we can just turn it into a camper. With indie game riot. Uh, Fuck yeah, that'd be great. So so if any um uh you know ph- philanthropic individual is ever so inclined to to donate <laughs> to to donate either the money or the bus. Um <laughs> There you go. Uh, uh we will we will gladly accept We'll put your name on the back of it. And be like sponsored by this dude, produced by that dude, whatever. And very tiny. We'll open thing. up a Patreon page. It'll 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 be a complete <laughs> failure. <laughs> so a little bit about Omnibus for those that aren't aware. Um, basically, you're the person in control of an out of control bus. So it's basically speed the move the video but, game. But you're but super. Good. Yeah. Basically, um, you're robust. Sorry, what? You're you're basically a superhero bus. You know they ask you to do stuff and you do it. There are missions and stuff. Yeah, it's fun. So yeah, That's a weird if if you do if you do want to buy the uh, the 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 game without the bus, uh, if the seven thousand five hundred dollar price tag is a bit much for you, um, you can uh, you can purchase it uh, on their website, uh, which is uh, omnibusgame.com. There you go. Yeah, and that is uh, nine ninety nine current currently uh, eight ninety nine. But you can also, I think there's a demo too that you can play if you like it. So yeah, I think there's want to see if you like it. Free version, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so discussion point for today, very random uh, because we just came up with it on the spot. <laughs> it is indie games and esports. First of all, uh, should that be a thing, or is that strict? Ooh, sorry, or is that strictly a uh, Call of Duty sports games and like MOBAs. I I think so. So do you remember back in the day when there were like two or three different franchises for each sport? What? This was back yes. like during before the, EA the bought them all. Yeah, before oh, before yeah, yeah. EA and Madden were just like, yeah, we have What's, all the rights to all the sports well, now. EA, no, before it used to be EA had all the sports. And now they lost a bunch of licenses, and now 2K actually has, like, half of them. Well, EA I has remember- some, and ESPN even had one at one point for some reason. Yeah. So, so like, I guess the, I guess the thing is, is Rocket League was great, and everybody mm-hmm. loves it, and it's a sport indie game, you know, soccer slash now also hockey and basketball. And they are doing um, esports with that. Is there is there an appeal for other like mainstream sports that aren't the exact? Because I know you had like the the only other sports games that I'm thinking of are like the backyard series of games with like backyard soccer and backyard baseball. Yeah, and I stuff. think that was actually a 2K thing. Um, but I mean, even even other than sports, because I mean, Rocket League is probably the closest thing because it's like soccer with cars and actually basketball as well now. Um, since they have that functionality, yeah. but uh, there's, I mean, when you think of the right now, what e, what esports there are in AAA, there's first person shooters, so like Call of Duty type stuff. Okay. Um, there are the sports games, 
and there oh, are. Oh, we're talking about sports, esports, not just sports, sports games. Yeah. Okay. Right. I came in this all wrong. Okay. <laughs> That's what she said. Yes. He's um, a little tired. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> anyway, the uh, so there's there's first person shooters, there's sports games, there's MOBAs, and then there's like CCGs, like card games. Um, Why can't like there be more? Why can't there be more? I'm not saying there can't be, but that's what there is. You know what right? I think it is too. And is RTS. The, like, like the, let's not. Let, let, the let's infrastructure not. is really the biggest thing. Well, I mean, Riot, who owns like the League of Legends stuff, obviously. Uh, who yeah. Activision now owns Major League Gaming. Um, mm. I mean, Ripping so I mean, it's up to them. <laughs> but. Rocket League and now I think Speedrunners was trying to get into that. Uh, I don't know if they actually did, but I know they were. We're, we're trying to get in esports. So, yeah, obviously you have to think of multiplayer competitive stuff. Um, Rocket League I could definitely see. Well, Rocket League is. You can win yeah. thousands of dollars being good at but Rocket But I'm saying, League. like, I, I can imagine, like, it's not, like, a stretch for me. Speedrunners right. is competitive, but it's only four people at a time, so it'd have to be like tournament mode. Like, I mean, it's all tournament, but uh, it's it's. A, I think it'd be a different format. But um, is there enough? No, it, it's no, it's no different. It's no different than than StarCraft tournaments. I mean, they have one v one ladders for for the StarCraft I don't esports. Know shit about StarCraft. Well, I mean, I love RTS, well, okay. but they, I they never got of, into it. StarCraft kind of invented the whole esports phenomenon. Like, like that 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 yeah. was the genesis of it all. It all traces back to StarCraft tournaments. And, and yeah, you do your your team battles, your 4v4s and and your 2v2s, but you also have your 1v1s. So anything that can can do any permutation thereof, I see no reason why it couldn't. So, I'm hard pressed to think of one that would do well as an mm-hmm, esport. Right. So, but, so so here's another question. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, Sorry, I, to finish my thought. Okay, sorry. That's what I was saying about speedrunners. I'm not saying they shouldn't, but would it hold someone's interest or people even wanting to do it? I mean, I guess there would always be someone to do it, but um, people skilled enough who are playing other stuff to do it. Because, I mean, when you look at speedrunners, how many how many levels are there to play? How many? How much variance is there to keep it interesting? You know what I mean? So, right. So, so I think the uh, you, you, you sort of you sort of mentioned it skill. I think that a lot of these esports hinge on having a a a point where you have to be a certain level of you have to have a certain level of skill, and that has to be interesting. And I'm wondering where either of you draw the line with like uh, awesome day awesome games done quick, and all the people who take games well, like speed and running? and speed run games and go absolutely insane like where does is that a competitive thing or is that just like hey look it's, i did it it's, it's not it can be it isn't like really competitive but it is kind of competitive like the, the community around it is you know obviously there are a lot of people who are like really into it um but I, i'm wondering i'm wondering if a format like that because you have you have team based skill games like Counter Strike and Dirty Bomb and you know Call of Duty and all those things which aren't really you know esports. Um, Counter Strike is and Call of Duty and, is. No Counter Strike is, but you know Call of Duty is it? 
Yeah. Is Call of Duty really? Yeah. Why? Oh, wow. Yeah, okay, it, never mind. that's its own question. I haven't, anyway. <laughs> um, but, like, I, I'm wondering if, if there's a way to create that sport within, like, you know, w- without necessarily having to have the infrastructure of, you know, servers and netcode and anti-cheat and all of this. Well, say, because, well, say, say that wasn't a problem and, like, Activision picked them up. It for major league I, gaming. Ooh, I don't know. In that case, I mean, I mean, the ga- the companies themselves hold their own tournaments, right? right? But then there's like the major league gaming, right? So that's the whole like association where they play Call of Duty, they play um, Counter Strike, they play uh, you know that sort of stuff. So, um, so in like Hearthstone, for instance, well, know, huge is- competitively. But, but they is, they work their own stuff. I don't think Major League Gaming I, actually. I, think, I I thought that like counter. I thought Valve took care of all their things separately too. Or maybe they do. I thought. I, I think I they know. do. Uh, I, I don't feel like you hear about Major League Gaming. I know for as a, a fact as Call as of Duty is. I mean that's Activision right there. That would right. Be their game. But I, I feel like you don't. I feel like you don't hear about it. I feel like at, at this point in the game you'd have to create your own community because there are tons of like. Overwatch just came out, and it's not an indie game. It's it, you know, it's the it's, it's the Blizzard. hero shooter by Blizzard. But everyone's like itching for a for a competitive. Like, oh, I want to do competitive. I want to I want to test my skills against all these other people. And so, like, the desire is there. Well, they they calm their tits a little bit because it just came out. People have to get good first. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. But so here's another question. Uh, okay. Just to move it on. Um, okay. What what indie games? I mean, we mentioned Rocket League. We mentioned Speedrunners. Right. What other indie games do you think would do well in a competitive, like money on the line kind of format? Ark. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, they, two teams, By the way, well, they teams, have same map. They have a free PvP Ark thing, like a separate game altogether. But was, a lot of people, the... hate, a lot of people hate it. <laughs> well, like, no, you know, what was, what was that game that we we kind of talked about? Um... Let me see if I can find it real quick. It was it was the 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 Hunger Games, the video game. Oh, the Calling. The Calling, yeah. yeah. That I could see that being. Yeah. I can totally see that being. A, yeah. A, a well, valid... like also also like um, uh, mine Minecrafts. Um, I know it's not an indie game, but when it wasn't indie game, it was still getting really popular for the uh, for the ultra hardcore, which which came into being, which is like no health regen. You're on your own, or you're in a team, and you have to be the last one alive. Oh, that was like that was the Minecraft Hunger Games thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it it wasn't really. It was before the all the Hunger Games mods and stuff. But like, right, I right. feel like there 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 could be a desire for uh, a team like a like a team based uh, sandbox survival slash kill all your friends. But but at the same time, like. You have uh, H1Z1, which kind of did that. You have, um, you can go on a, a any of those Minecraft servers and do that. I, you, you can. I just realized like a whole genre we left out: AAA and indie uh, fighting games. That's true. People oh, yeah. people competitively play Tekken, but do people Street Fighter or whatever? Um, but do people Pokemon care anymore? Because that's really Smash Brothers. I feel like that's really niche. I, Smash people, Brothers isn't niche, but people do care. I mean, I've seen stories like, and, and there's. A huge community around fighting games, especially classic Rising, ones. 
Rising Thunder would be a fantastic game for that. So, because I'm just thinking, like, now, with indie games, uh, when you're thinking of all the multiplayer stuff that is competitive, um, a lot of it's arena uh, brawler kind of stuff, like like Smash Brothers, or yeah. um, or a combination of that and, like, maybe sports, like sports ball. Uh, yeah. Is that, well, like that. Um, what about there, uh, there, are some, there are some out there. I mean, I, at, at IndieCade this past year, Rising Thunder, like I just mentioned, mm-hmm. they're a they're a one v one fighting game along the line by by people that were involved in some of the best fighting games in history. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, they're they're still out there, and and uh, I I think to answer Tech's original question, there has to be some level of actual competition yeah. mm-hmm. in game Definitely. in order for it to classify well, for me as a as an esport like you can't you can't do a, a speed run of axiom verge in a tournament setting like that just doesn't work for me in in my mind it has to it has to actually have some level of me versus you yeah and just uh which one of us can run through faster i agree you know what? Sorry, I, I was just I just stepped away for a second. Uh, you know what would be a really good game, uh, or or idea for for a really competitive game? What's that? Hmm. Naval action. Have you heard about this game? Yes. Is this a like, good? Uh, guns so. of Icarus. Guns of oh, Guns of Icarus. That's totally. A great I love. One, yeah. Well, Guns of Icarus would be a great one. Um, uh, oh man, team team ship combat. I I I totally think if. If, gun, if the Guns of Icarus devs were like, yeah, we can we can totally make a, a semi-competitive or a competitive scene for that, I would love that because that game requires a lot of skill and a lot of coordination, and that would be really interesting to watch. I, and that's, I mean, I, not that there's not coordination in the other stuff because, I mean, there's, like, different roles that play. Yeah, when, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's, like, the healer, the tank, whatever, stuff like that. Or, so, or in, like, Call of Duty, like, there's, like, support, there's sniper, there's yep. assault or whatever. Um, right. But... It, it in my mind it'd be a lot more interesting to watch those sort of stuff like Guns of Icarus where it really it's not you know just you and a group of people shooting with like slightly yeah. different you skills have, like, there's like straight out like different well, you, roles what about due process stuff. due process has to they have to stuff like that where be such a cool competitive game but i mean like but i'm saying like Guns of Icarus where there's a guy that's specifically for just moving the ship oh, around yeah. mm-hmm. uh, well, there's the guy there's people you, there specifically for repairing so so when i uh when i played guns of icarus a lot with uh my group of friends who who would play it you would you would basically have zones and you know the captain would like call out and, and other gunners would call out and be like oh yeah starboard okay i'm i'm moving port uh we're going high or you know this is happening that's happening because there's so much going on that would be so cool to, to like watch a team See in a tournament format yeah yeah and, or what about what about air for for versus you know small teams what about uh what about air brawl air brawl could totally oh and that would be really cool a flight simulator ish i mean it's it, it's basically the uh oh what was that xbox you know, game if people want uh if people want to play competitive overwatch which i <laughs> well, personally it will eventually is, I think it's kind of a joke mm-hmm. to do that because I don't think that game really would do well in a competitive scene. Um, They're going to do it eventually. Well, no, they, they will, and it'll make people tons of money, but it, it's sort of like playing Team Fortress 2 competitively. It, 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 I can't take it seriously. 
Um, I really, and I'm sorry, and I, and I know that people are gonna be like, you're you're I'm just sorry. an elitist faggot, and I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm an elitist asshole, like that that's, yeah, but but like I feel like there there are there are games that could actually be really interesting, and there could be a lot of games that people think are really interesting, and then just not do well. Well. If you are uh, if you are a multiplayer competitive uh, or competitive uh, game out there that are indie, let us know what you think. Would you like to go esports? Would you like to have tournaments? Tell us. Email us. Yeah. Contact at indiegameride.com. You know what else? Facts. <laughs> the police. Because we're, we're starting a riot. And back to back sideways. <laughs> This week on Starting the Riot, we have a game for for those uh, Dark Souls fans out there, which is not me, but this game actually looks pretty cool. It is called Salt and Sanctuary by Ska Studios. And I want to know, do they actually make Ska music? Do you even like Ska music? Uh, they, they make, they make, uh, they actually, they, uh, they did make a song for... These are so. Before we get into the game, I guess I kind of just want to mention how this made sense in my intro. These are the guys who, in two thousand nine, made the game. I made a game with zombies on the Xbox three sixty, and it was great, and everybody loved it. And now they're and they've had a few other games since then, but like, I can't believe they're still doing stuff. <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, Salt and Sanctuary is uh, has been proclaimed by many, uh, especially within the media, that it is like a 2D Dark Souls. Yeah. Um, very difficult and uh, kind of has the same RPG-ish elements to it and all that sort of stuff. Um, basically, your sailor shipwrecked on an uncharted island uh, and it has like monsters and beasties and all that sort of stuff on it that you obviously, obviously have to fight through. Um and it's really fast and really smooth uh, combat and stuff like that with, like I said, the RPG mechanics. Um, you can also uh, find and craft and upgrade. Uh, it says over 600 weapons, armor pieces, spells, and items uh, while you're going through the game. And uh, I'm I'm not sure, I'm not 100% sure with the story if it's going to be very, like, implied like the like Dark Souls is. Um but uh, from what I've seen of it, it's a bit there. There's a it seems bit more direct. More. Yeah, it's it's a bit more not not. It, it's not going to force feed you it, but it is more present. Yeah. Right. Also, one of the things that they really caught my eye about this game is the the scale of enemies sort of like Dark Souls. Cause, you know, you, you'll fight, you know, normal sized things and then later on they start to get a little bigger and then they're freaking huge yeah like <laughs> well, like dark souls dark souls is the like the boss monsters you know you know, I mean? you know i feel like i feel like this has potential to be this era's um metroid metroid games i could see that because oh, like so the, so you mean like it's like a new back. it's a new popular genre that's going to be taking over in indies like kind of like how yeah, Metroidvanias kinda. or like yeah. the the uh, top down isometrics and but but also likes. like I, I I bet you that if if that genre takes off as much as it does there people are going to look back and be like this is one of the ones that like brought it in to more of a spotlight because yes we have um, 
Dark Souls, and everybody plays Dark Souls. Rev plays Dark Souls. I'm playing Dark Souls 3 right <laughs> I, now. Uh, I don't play Dark Souls. I actually don't, I don't like either. the game. But, <laughs> but, but like, I, I feel like they're... It, it has that it has the charm that those that those games had but it it makes it more modern not not dark souls uh metroidvania style games and i'm looking okay. at it and i'm like that could be like where all these people who've been playing these metroid metroid and uh castlevania games like the old ones might be able to like pick this up and have a really good time and have like a different experience but it'll also challenge a lot of people. And I think that's one thing that, um, like those, that, 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 that we're missing in a lot of games. Like th there aren't very many extremely punishing, challenging games. And I'm excited. I I'm not big into them, but I'm glad that people make them. I, the, the, the only thing that's holding me back from this is the fact that they haven't released it yet on steam. It's currently only available on PS4. It's on steam and Vita. Did they? Cause is it? It was, yeah, it's, it's you can buy it right now for sixteen nineteen. It's ten percent off. Uh, normally seventeen ninety nine. Yes, it is. It is they only for. It, on their site. it is they only really for Windows. You, they really don't want to want you to buy that version on. Their they site. they are they are heavily promoting the PS4 version for some reason, but it is available yeah. uh, on Steam. It was actually released uh, three days ago on the seventeenth. In that case, does somebody want to buy it for me real quick? There you go, eighteen bucks. Uh, All right, well, right now sixteen. You want me to? Uh, so. you, you want me to blow your mind right now? Huh? Uh, co-op. There you go. Oh fuck, fuck yeah! Co-op. You can use the same keyboard. The art in this is really cool, by the way. I, I'm not a huge fan of like the the character himself, but the monsters and oh, the no, animations I, are super cool. Um, keyboard does not work. Sorry, I read the update wrong. <laughs> but like I said, it is only for Windows, so s screw you, Mac and, and Linux. But uh, it's, uh, I don't know. If so, you're into so the Dark Souls thing, this is for you. We, we haven't, uh, we haven't way, asked this question in a long time. 94% uh, approval rating. <laughs> wow. Uh, looking, at the, looking at this gameplay footage, um, can you tell what's going on? Because you can't see color. I mean, I know there isn't a whole lot of color, but like, I'm wondering if, if it's actually hard that to see. That does look kind of rough. It's a, a yeah. lot of gray on gray. No, I'm generally okay. There, or, or is I'm this, not is this any... just Rev Rev Life Simulator the game? Uh, <laughs> At least not... in the section that we're showing right now. The the section that we're showing right now, I don't see anything that jumps out as being a problem. I guess maybe if there was a little bit more going on on screen, um, or at least the part that I'm seeing at the uh, at this yeah. point on the stream. Yeah. Okay. So if you have color problems, maybe you'll be fine. But it seems maybe. very dark. <laughs> I f they've packed a whole lot of atmosphere in a in a two D game, which is awesome. Yeah, it has it has enough. It has so much depth that you don't really worry about it. Uh, I, you know, in Evitoria mentioned somebody buy this for me. In Evitoria mentioned that um, that it's not a Dark Souls knockoff. It's and that's true. They from from everything I've been reading and everything I've been seeing, it seems like that um, they took the Dark Souls formula um, as inspiration, but they really put their own twist and mechanics and inspiration into it, their own um, ideas into it and, and made it their own game. So yeah. if you're afraid that, like, just because we're just because it's being compared to Dark Souls, you know, because people... I, I think I talked to Tim Donnelly about this. One of his friends made a game and he compared it to uh, something popular, and it got ripped apart for it because it wasn't. Um, at least, you know, it was a good game, but not yeah. like that. Um, 
don't take this as it's Dark Souls, you know? It's, it's not. It's, it's just they they Dark Souls is one of those common games that we can bring in with similar elements and be like, it's sort of like this, but that. It, it's like the comparison. It's like the comparison between Terraria and Minecraft. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're both games where you mine and you craft things, but and they're they're similar in their mechanical base, but they're completely different. Yeah, and, that's yeah. a that's a good. That's, that's actually a, good a really good way to put it. Yeah. And in this in this case, Dark Souls is Minecraft, and Salt and Sanctuary is Terraria. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, Dark Souls is Minecraft. <laughs> you heard it here first on Any Game Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyone else? Uh, well, first of all, does anyone else have anything to say about uh, Salt and Sanctuary? Uh, I played on the Vita, and I think that this would be a great game to play on on the go. Seriously, I'd I would love. I gotta to say, I'm in, uh, okay, sorry, I thought you were done. Keep going. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm done. Shush no. your oh, mouth. Okay. No. All right. Shush then. Uh, I gotta say, I'm in, I'm impressed that you know the three people involved in this put forward a game that was this good, um, and well, they do apparently do all their own. While. They also apparently do all their own music. That too. Yeah. That's great. Well, uh, you know, you know who else does their own music? Oh, the uh, the DJs down 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 downtown at the Peep Show. Chicken brown cow. Yeah, so that's actually DJ Brown Cow. <laughs> Please give all your attention to early access. <laughs> This week on Peep Show, we have a game called Unfortunate Spacemen. What is Unfortunate Spacemen? Well, I'm going to tell you because that's the question that you just asked, obviously, because I can hear you. I can hear your thoughts through through the Internet and also that, from the past. Magical. It, that that uh, kind of got away from un- you. Unfortunate. <laughs> a little bit. Unfortunate Spacemen <laughs> is a game where you and all your friends on a multiplayer server have a, a map with a bunch of objectives that you have to complete and some collectibles like oxygen tanks and stuff. And basically you're trying to get samples and send them uh, back to Earth or wherever you're sending them and also uh, repair things and activate generators. And you have to work together to basically not uh, die on this uh, little place that you're calling home for the moment in space. And also one of your friends is a bloodthirsty monster that looks like one of your friends. And you don't know who it is, and you're trying to make sure that they don't kill you. You can also find weapons to possibly stop it, but that's not really necessarily likely. And you can play with up to 32 of your friends. 31. If you have 30. Yeah, so if you have friends. 32 friends. There was, there was an interesting... Uh, hold on, i got to go find it now. Um, but first of all, there's, there's actually different things that you're supposed to do, because you're, you're technically stranded there, and you're supposed to get rescued. You're waiting yes. for rescue. But while, because you're such good employees, according to the, according to the uh, devs, um, that you decide to like shoot off some like priceless stuff into space so that they, the company can pick it up and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and you also have to worry about uh, power outages, and you can you can like lock doors behind people so you, you can, can like lock people out. You out can activate s- out of space. You yeah. can activate. Uh, um, uh, uh, airlocks like so that way if someone. Yep. Uh, passes by, they get sucked out into space and they mm-hmm. die. <laughs> on, on top of that, um, as the monster, you can only stay disguised for so long until you have to go into your uh, non-monster form again and recharge that uh, ability. So, so you can't always be around people. But 
as the monster, it is most definitely an asymmetrical sort of uh, uh, game here where you will just fuck shit up. You're a huge, you're a huge monster that's like three people tall, and there aren't a whole lot of weapons out there just yet. Mind you, this game is in alpha, so it's a little choppy. It's a little choppy. It's it's a little rough, but considering that they have all the base mechanics there and a few, I think they have. Um, I, I can't remember how many maps they they have already. But they have um, they have like a few maps. They're going to be shipping with more, and all the all the objectives are random. You know, so. I get a I get a, a vibe of uh, you remember that that awesome movie from uh, from the early '80s called uh, The Thing. Yeah, that's why I was mentioning uh, before that this reminds me of like um, Towns of Salem mixed with The Thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Except, except it's it's more fun than Towns of Salem because you don't know. You just don't know what could happen. I don't know. Are you are you a monster? No. Am I a monster? No. Okay, cool. We're friends. And then you walk. <laughs> yeah, you're dead. Claw back of the head. So I'm Alien I'm looking food. at different reviews because these kinds of games are always kind of funny. Like cause, like different situations and. Things happen to people, creates right. interesting stories. There was one I was trying to find, but I can't find it yet, but there's another one here. So uh, the review says, Team up with two other spacemen. We start searching rooms. While in a small room, one of them turns into the alien. He starts eating the other spaceman. Spaceman is yelling to help, is, is yelling to, for me to help him. We both run to the door. I get there first. Locked door behind me, trapping the monster and spaceman inside. Report monster's location to others, then nope the fuck out of there. 10 out of 10 will betray teammate and feed him with the monster again. <laughs> Remember, kids, and, and you don't have that, to run... Yeah. You don't have to run faster than the alien monster. You just have to run faster than everybody else. And on top of that, the atmosphere that they're that they're putting forward is oh, here's very creepy. Okay, I found the other very, one. Very, very creepy. Okay. <laughs> I thought this was funny. Join a match. Everyone working together, walking in groups of three, covering each other. This is boring. Begin to incite lies. Slowly but surely, everyone gets suspicious. Toss a stun grenade into a room with with four people. They shoot wildly. Two of them die. Slowly, everyone begins to blame people, not in their groups. Groups begin to shoot at each other. Devolves into every man for themselves. Everyone shooting each other on sight. I get sucked out into an airlock trap and die. Last two players kill each other with a grenade. Monster wins. Monster was AFK the entire match. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, But that's... Like, these games... If the game... So 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 each game, like any game, has a set amount of fun that's pre-coded into the game. In this case, it's you're, you make sure that you're on a full server and you have teams and you do all the objectives and everything will be fine. But like Minecraft or other sandbox games, this isn't a sandbox game, but other you know games uh, now, if you can make your own fun in the game, the game opens up. And all of a sudden, you can play the the rules of the game. Kind of matter, mm-hmm. but if you're if you have a group of friends in the game that 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 you know know your own set of rules, you could totally do that. You know, <laughs> one last okay, one last one. Okay, <laughs> got got into multiplayer game. Was told to go to the lunchroom to gather up. Some person told us to burn everyone alive to kill the monster and win the game. Gunfight broke out. Ran out of the door. Locked it behind me. Found tan spaceman. 
hidden lavatory with him from other spacemen. Tan spacemen locked the lavatory door, turned into an alien, and ate me next to the toilet. Went to heaven to see my buddies who died in the lunchroom. 10 out of 10 would let tan alien eat me in the bathroom again. <laughs> so, like, yeah. yeah the, you have to try. These kinds of games create interesting bucks. stories. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, 15 bucks on Steam right now. Again, early access, so it comes with all of the uh, problems that early access games come with. But uh, considering that that it's already playable and you can play game, you can play a game with your friends or online with other people. That's that's pretty great. I'm sure they'll and, they'll open up like new maps and stuff like that, and probably new mechanics yeah. and things. As because I mean, it was only released as an early access game on the sixth of this month, May sixth. So it's got plenty of ways to go, but it seems like it's already a ton of fun, uh, especially if you like screwing people over particular yeah uh by the way if you're the monster uh i don't know if you mentioned this because i was looking at stuff but if you are the monster um you can only stay in disguise as a spaceman for a certain amount of time so you have to make sure you either are alone with someone and you're going to eat them or you got to get away find an excuse to get away like i was the one gameplay i was watching the the guy who ended up being a monster was like hey man i'm gonna go like get the other uh thing out. I'm gonna yeah. go yeah. grab a battery mm-hmm. real quick. Right. Yeah, or or like in the gameplay that you just watched, uh, everybody started shooting everybody, and he's like, "I'm out of here! Don't kill me!" Yeah. And then he was actually the monster. Exactly. So, anyway, yeah. uh, that so, uh, is unfortunate. Spaceman, go buy it. Uh, maybe we can all play someday if we all get the game. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, and we could maybe we could even play it uh, if I can convince them to join IRX. Maybe we can play it during IRX. Yeah, definitely. Thinking about but maybe you know adding what? some gameplay into that. You know what? Everybody can play it without having to spend a, a cent. Their dick. The next game that we're talking about, on free dick fun. bullets. <laughs> free fun. Which is not the game we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and this week on Indie Game Riots, free fun. We have the Metro D. Sorry, I'm horrible with accents. Uh, <laughs> the Metro D. is a fancy French. Uh, restaurant and uh your job is to to get the lazy fucking patrons the best service possible by getting them to their uh their table their their chair and uh you do this by kind of puzzle platformy solving you pick them up put them on your head and walk over to their chair i, I wish this now, is how restaurants actually worked Right. <laughs> I just have this vision of like this host is walking over, like picking you up, setting you on your head, and walking over to the table. Um, but it gets a little bit interesting because one of the uh, one of the skills that this uh, this maitre d has is uh, the ability to extend his body, um, kind of like a full body boner, but you can adjust it and Put that uh, on a shirt. Sort of, sort of. <laughs> I adjust boners around. all the time. <laughs> Uh, but no, it's it, it's kind of interesting that one of the mechanics that they do to to make it uh, a little bit more complicated is that each uh, e- each vial of lotion that you what? find in each level gives you one square's worth of body shifting around. Um, and, and so, you know, you might not be able to get somewhere without, you know, angling yourself up into the left and then you jump and hook the, your head on the, the ledge and then pull your body up. And I also, it's, I also wish restaurants had spike pits. <laughs> right. That would be entertaining as well. 
but uh, no, all in all, it's a it's a, it's a fun, quick little game. Um, the the soundtrack is kind of repetitive, and, and it's not annoying, but its repetitive nature makes it less enjoyable. Uh, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy the uh, the 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 French accented guy that's like, Oh, so far when you get to the doorway uh, at each level, it, it, whatever he says, and it randomizes, I think I've heard three or four, uh, but it's, uh, but it's kind of entertaining. So, Oh, and I'll check it out. It's, it's a really quick one. It's done by, um, sea dads, which is the, uh, power hoof and his team from a, uh, game jam, uh, Louis Meyer, Adrian Vaughn, uh, Paul Del Pazzo, John Murphy, Dave Lloyd, and Barney Cumming. Um, and they, they did it in 72 hours for Ludumdare 35 Shapeshifter. There you go. But Check I mean, it out. You're talking about a game it, it, jam game, so I mean, how much music could they have really done? You know what I mean? Yeah. It needs at least a six-hour soundtrack. And, and, and I'll be completely honest, uh, this game's great fun but my brain <laughs> just, doesn't my brain doesn't work i forgot in the same ways i, I forgot when you die it goes uncouth <laughs> yeah. yep uh so yeah. the mate no, to be on itch.io uh i think it's fun personally i think it's it's a lot of fun uh puzzle kind yeah. of game um an interesting concept and and I wish this was a real thing, personally. <laughs> Hours of entertainment in real life, if it was. Extendo waiters. And... <laughs> oh, yeah, like Stretch Armstrong, but, you know, waiters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any, uh, anything else you want to talk about the Maitre D for? Uh, no, no, go, no, go check, check it out. out. Yeah, Itchio. All right. Well, uh, you know what else is itchy? Oh. What? That's a bad segue. Are you are you about to tell us you have an STD? Does it burn when you pee? Does it burn it's when you pee? To, not at the moment. It's <laughs> a good thing. <laughs> uh, we're gonna end this show right now because uh, this this has been a weird show. This is a weird. It has show. Been. It's been. It's been. This has been one of the weirder shows. <laughs> it's the end of the show. Uh, if you would like to help us reach our goals and make us uh, or help us grow as a show and as a website. And uh, as well as IRX and the Revolution Expo, go sign up. Please consider going to, to uh, patreon.com slash Riot and helping us there with a dollar or more. It all helps and goes right into the show. You can check out all the goals that we have as well as uh, get uh, rewards for your patronage there. Some other ways you can help. You can also contact us, first of all, every Friday evening, usually at 930, even though we actually started later today. Uh, due to scheduling things, but usually 9.30 Eastern Standard Time, uh, 9.30 p.m., that is, on hitbox.tv slash Josh and Yai. You can talk to us right in the chat. You can also go on Twitter at IGR Podcast or Facebook.com slash IGR Podcast, as well as email contact at IndieGameRiot.com. All this and more is on... The subreddit. No. Which still exists, surprisingly. <laughs> IndieGameRiot.com. <laughs> Yeah. Any last... You can also get one of these shirts. You can do that, too. Uh, yeah. Any last words, gentlemen? Last thick neck. Make sure to get your games into IRX, and if you have a panel idea, make sure to give that to us and sign up for that as well. Yeah. Uh, Dick Bullets. Say goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> See you next time, guys. Oh, God, it hurts when I pee.
Toodles. Toodles.